Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the mental realm of existence. I'm your host, Jose Luis Mateo Jr. Today's episode, Mapping the Maze of Haze, Dream Journal Logistics. You may remember that in the first episode, I was comparing the common dreamer's consciousness to that of a two-year-old. It seems a little harsh, but I think after I provide the evidence, you will agree with me. Let's consider the actions of a two-year-old. Impulsive, tunnel-visioned when it comes to its surroundings. The conscious and subconscious constructs of a two-year-old are malleable, changing constantly from outside influences. Base functions, such as eating, pooping, crying, dictate their actions before, during, and after said base function. Is the common dreamer not ruled by impulses seemingly unknown to them? Do they not suffer from a self-prescribed tunnel vision stemmed from an incessant need to tune out the world? Do the conscious and subconscious constructs of the dreamer not become malleable? Do they not change consistently to conform to the dreamscape? Remember me talking about Gary from the office fighting a big ass troll with you and somehow it was okay because Gary was there from the office. This is what I'm talking about. Your subconscious and and any dream conscious constructs are shifting to, to assimilate to the dreamscape instead of the reverse. How about the base functions of the dreamer, such as worry from the job or regret from a loved one or lust to someone. Are they not dictators of dreams? When you go to bed at night and you feel either one strong way or a bunch of strong ways, whatever you remember about your your dream, does it usually not pertain to how you felt beforehand? How much conscious control do you have to actively stop a sex dream as a common dreamer. To add a little more insult to this proverbial injury, when this two-year-old becomes three, this two-year-old will have had more conscious experiences being a two-year-old than you have as an adult consciously dreaming. Isn't that insane? How, How would your child turn out if you treated your child's consciousness the same way you treat your own when you go to bed at night. I I don't even have to add further into that. Hearing that, it sounds a little, it sounds like the knowledge alone is kind of like shooting yourself in the foot, right? Like, damn, I, I, I'm really a dumbass dreamer. Like, I can't even remember my dreams. You can remember all your waking appointments, I hope, but you can't remember your dreams. And this, this is the issue that 
everyone has, myself included. Now, I'm not saying that I'm the world's perfect dreamer and I have everything locked down to a T. I, I will tell you that I do know more than the common dreamer, but I can definitely still be schooled by the advanced dreamer. When it comes to the common dreamer and, and, and me, I want to say the amount of, if, if I were to have to give that ratio, like how I did common dreamers being uh, two-year-olds, I would put myself at like four or five maybe even six this has been five years for me now and it's it's you know it's not it's not consistent it's consistent with you really and i had had a uh, shoulder tear just last year so sleeping quality had gone through the floor at some point in time i even stopped believing in this be in, in the whole lucid dream world because i just i couldn't remember anything but here i am while while i found it almost impossible to remember dreams i did keep my dream journal with me to write down anything that i could remember from that small second, that enhanced second of consciousness where it was like the video game and I had to press that button in order to hit that attack move, only I missed pressing the button, but I remember getting to that pivotal moment. And for me, as long as, as, long as I could remember the dreams, I knew that there was still something there for me. And even even from the little that I was able to remember and write down, everything that I had to write down pertained to what was going on to me. I was still able to use the breadcrumbs of clues left in my dreams to help decipher what I needed to do in my waking state. So in advancing your dream consciousness, okay, in order to get from A to B, you need a dream journal. Now, your dream journal can be luxurious or simple. It can be an actual handheld journal, like the ones that I have, or it can be on an app. Personally, I don't prefer the app-based journals, and that's because the temptation of, of the social media, checking my notifications, and everything else is just too high. And I, I've tried it before and like I've remembered some things, but then like there's that, there's those times where I'm like, man, what else is going on in the world? And whatever I could have remembered just by simply focusing on what had happened, I, I missed out on because of my urges to go on social media, to go online. Regardless of choice, it's important to note that upon waking, it's imperative to stay in bed and focus on the dream you've had, or the dreams, if you're lucky enough. If you have a collage of flashes, don't focus on sorting them out. Trying to make sense and apply some chronological sense of time to what you, what you were dreaming is only going to skew everything up more because you can look at one thing and it'll be daylight and the next thing it'll be nighttime and then it'll be daylight again and you might just jumble everything up because you're going by our 24 hour system of time. What you need to do is 
stay in bed and focus on the last thing you remember. The very last thing that you remember before you woke up and ask yourself, how did I get to this point? Don't try to start from the beginning of your dream. You have to reverse engineer your way backwards. That's what I do. I start out by asking myself like uh, the, the last episode that I had where I had the uh, the dream about the, the daughter, right? I at first when I woke up, I had only remembered seeing her face and then grabbing her hand to cross the street and I asked myself how I got there and then I kept asking myself how I got to this place and this place and this place and then I was able to rebuild the entirety or or what I feel was the entirety of that specific dream of course if you have people around you and, and other things going on it's probably really tough for you to focus on everything and that Honestly, that's only gonna like the only thing that's gonna help you out is time and consistency. Regardless of the external factors around you, you have to sit there in bed and you have to focus on what was going on. So there's there's a technique that that uh, that I also use now to help for remembering my dreams. It might help you remember if you are on the go. Okay, stay in bed and try to remember whatever you can about the dream and have three main headlines for it. Three subject titles, three subjects, whatever. Three main things that are from there. I'm learning this in the book called Awakening the Dream by David Wilcock, in which he talks about uh like using titles to help supplement for 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 those dream memories that way if he's you know doing something like later on he can think about it and stuff and, and he can go back to that personally i do that and when i'm walking throughout the day i try to remember uh what was going on in my dream and how i got to there when when i have a little bit of downtime so that might be able to help you so once I have what I feel is everything from reverse engineering, I will then play the dream forward in my head a couple of times to just make sure that I have the consistency of the dream. Then I'll wake up and then I'll write everything down. And when I say write everything down, I mean everything that you possibly can from the time of day to the colors of the clothing that you're wearing or someone else is wearing, to the colors in the building, to, to how everything made you feel in the dream. Each, each dream, as I said before, each dream contains a message and each item that you perceive in the dream is part of that message. Whatever you can manage to decipher that you did remember, whether it be the red door that we've talked about in the past or purple eyes or, or anything, whatever you have been able to bring back with you, that is the strongest point of the message trying to make its way known to you, to your waking consciousness. This is your what would be known as your higher self, the totality of you, the rest of you is communicating with you. So when you wake up and you have these 
these fractals, you need to write down everything you possibly can so you can you can decipher what it means to you. Very similar to how those old school decoder rings had the letters on the side and you had to match the numbers to the letters in order to decipher the code. That's how a dream journal works. That's the dream journal works as the pad where you write down everything and you're able to decipher it for yourself. Whether red means rage or lust or you know anything else to you or any other color that means anything to you with enough time and practice you can compile all this data it's also important that when you are using your dream journal to write down what happens when you're falling asleep so let me give you a good example it actually involves this episode Yesterday I had tried working on this episode and my computer was having problems and I was having problems and I was just super drained from the Christmas weekend, the holiday weekend. I was just so drained. By the time I got home at like 8 o'clock at night, I had began uh, working and doing everything and just fighting with my computer and I had to get up at 6 this morning and... um. I did feel some kind of way about that and in order to make sure that I can properly remember my dreams I wrote down how I felt beforehand going in so it, it doesn't have to be a lot it doesn't have to be an entire journal entry about your day it can just sum up how you feel so I have yesterday 12 26 22 2245 and I put a little dash and it's I wrote had to postpone episode it's okay um and then I wrote how I was getting ready for bed and I was using my uh my method of dream induction along with the headband that I have that tracks my brain waves it's super dope I'm also going to be releasing a visual podcast involving that exact same brainwave tracking headband. Um, the app that I use for it lets me map out the left and right, front and back of my brain and breaks down my five brainwave signals. It breaks down the theta, gamma, delta, uh, beta, and alpha. And I'm, I'm really excited to bring that forward, but let's let's continue back to this. So the night before or last night, I had written about how I felt, uh, about how I had to postpone the episode. And I woke up at 5.42 in the morning and I had a dream of a uh, young girl that had body scarring so bad that she had to go get surgery to fix it and like when I was dreaming I had more information on hand and then when I woke up I just like this was all I was able to remember before I started moving around this is what I remembered before I started moving around I had to use the bathroom so I tried to remember everything I possibly could and then I wrote it down and it's it's understandable to 
relate the two from uh from postponing the episode i did feel certain kinds of ways right i felt like i was scarring myself and i felt like i was uh stopping something that is uh growing and that is spiritual in nature and femininity uh is the spiritual energy it's it's understandable to see how uh, this young girl would have represented the the journey of budding and the the injuries are relative to my lack of discipline. So that see how I'm able to piece those two together. I'm able to now during the day I'm able to to analyze something like this and I'm able to really see where I'm leaving myself injured where or at least where I'm injuring myself on this journey so as you can see utilizing the dream journal before i went to bed allows me to map out the dream on the other end when i wake up remembering it now the fun part about doing this the before and after right is that after a certain amount of time you're able to see the patterns and how you react to things on a grand scale. I don't mean just the singularity perceiving 10% of what's going on you. I mean everything around you and how everything inside of you feels. Whenever you're writing down your dreams in the morning, if you can remember any kind of symbolism or any kind of items that come to mind that you can draw, or even if you can't fully draw them, take the time out to to do so it doesn't matter if you're if your artistry skill is spot on or complete crap what matters is that when you look at that symbol again you'll have that visualization in your head and these symbols like i said for every single item they mean something there's a there's a translation for this this symbol and if you see it in real life and it's something that you've you've seen before I highly recommend that you find out everything you can about where that symbol came from and what it meant to you at the time and, and any other times that it possibly has. These symbols, I feel, are expressions of energy. And should you recognize that symbol or see it in the future, consider that energy being expressed in real time for you. Uh, one thing I also like to do for the breakdown of dreams is to get the bulk out first. Like I said, everything I remember in real time. And then later on, I'll, I'll write, I'll put like a little line to it. And then I'll write what this made me feel and what that made me feel and what this means to me, and what that means to me. I will break down everything and analyze that dream and write down everything that I feel relates to it, but not until after I get all of that out. So that about covers it for dream journaling. I know that it can take time and it can break away from what you're doing in your morning routine and it, it, it it might even challenge you up to a certain point. And if that's the case, I highly implore you to keep going because if, if it's challenging you and if it's disrupting what's going on, that only means that 
whatever is waiting for you at the end of this disruption is meant for you because if 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 everything were perfect in your life right now then nothing would be challenged I look forward to any and all dreams that you guys would like to submit. The rest of the first season is going to be the beginning logistics. It's going to be the, the rest of the how to's to start dreaming. I very much look forward to reviewing the dreams that we're going to be breaking down in season two. If you have any dreams that you would like to submit to be analyzed and broken down on this podcast, feel free to email me at mentalrealmofexistencepodcast at gmail.com. That's mentalrealmofexistencepodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to reading any and all submissions you guys have. I'm really excited to continue growing with everybody. Until next time.